it meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could die. This concept was so cool. Agent Apocalypse concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. Had to believe it. People couldn't believe it. That thing, they had to believe it. Ooh. Everything that you hit on the known level. At the window. Everything that you hit on the known level. At the window. Everything that you hit on the known level. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we are all about the age of apocalypse. We're going through issue by issue, trying to get our hands and arms around this incredibly 90s series. Gary, how are you today? I'm good. Excellent. Good. Drinking a, a nice cup of coffee. Ooh. Uh, the heat broke in Portland. Mm-hmm. We had a heat wave. Now it's not. So that's great. That's excellent news. Uh, yeah. Do not like heat. Um. Yeah, starting a you know starting a comic, uh, one of the ones I remember the least about from this series. Today. I would have uh, I would have told you I remembered the most about this, and I was wrong. <laughs> 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 I am finding out that yeah. I don't re- like my my like Age of Apocalypse impressions from thirteen year old Jeremy were mostly incorrect, wrong, or just uh, just completely made up in my own head because a lot of this stuff yeah. is like where did I even read this at this point? And granted, like. It's been 30 years. Like it's been a few decades. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not holding myself up too hard, but uh yeah. People have lived and died in the span since you've read Age of Apocalypse. Many sure. people. Oh yeah. So I have created a uh, lot of ghosts in the last three decades. Just you know, me dude. personally. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh if we're if we're having it's a ghost off, is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How many ghosts you got, Butterfield? What's up? <laughs> what's, what's what's your KDR on ghosts? Uh that's what the, I wear uh, this utility yep. belt for to keep all my ghosts right, 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 right beside mm-hmm. me. That's where, that's where he does his ghosting. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's so, so, uh, doing, uh, doing pretty well. Okay. Drink a nice hot cup of coffee, ready to, sounds like I'm advertising for coffee. I just realized I brought that up twice. It's not a brand of coffee I'm talking about. So it's, it's not like a, an advertisement, but I'm just really enjoying it. I'm feeling this uh, cup of coffee I have. I don't always make myself a pot of hot coffee. I like it when I do. Sometimes I'll drink iced coffee or just uh, abstain. I um treat. I have a little espresso machine that I use and um mm. I'm, I'm up to about two of those every day which is probably bad for me <laughs> like because mm. they're the little pods that I use are super strong like they will they'll get you crunk um but I just I just that's just what I do and yeah, yeah. Um, I was going through the website because I was like I need a new flavor I want a new flavor of coffee and uh like mm-hmm. they have a strength rating and the one that I do is usually like a 10 and I thought that that was the max which is why I had started drinking them to begin with um, sure. But then they had like some 13s and I was like, well, <laughs> the scale goes to 100. <laughs> the flavor. Like you're, you're drinking green tea. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, you know, the flavor didn't sound appealing. It was like bold yet, you know, merciful. And I'm like, I don't know if I want my coffee to be merciful. <laughs> what but, that mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but 13, you say, huh? Let me, okay, let me get some of those. Yeah. Let me see what I got, what you got. So uh, look forward to be like, we're, we'll, we'll record one of these in the morning one day and I will just be jacked up beyond belief. Fuck yeah. I, I love it. I, I wish I felt caffeine. I've never felt hyper. 
I haven't felt hyper since I was in high school. The, um, I love, uh, I, I was doing that with, with tea for a little while. Like I had a, uh, my, you know, st- ongoing stomach saga, which is like the age of apocalypse for my gut flora. Yes. And, uh, the, I would switch to tea for a little while thinking that would take care of it, but all the gentle teas, uh, did not have enough caffeine. So I, I went out and I was like, what, which, uh, which tea has the most caffeine in it? I found one that's called power breakfast, <laughs> uh, which is a really funny name for a tea. <laughs> okay. We often talk about like the worst or best superpower on here, but if your power was just breakfast, like the, just like, and you sure. were omega you level colon breakfast in there, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? power colon breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bruncho-mancer. Oh man, uh, yeah. The uh, normal coffee nowadays just tears my stomach to ribbons. Talking about uh, Age of Apocalypse style <laughs> old yeah, man yeah. problems, like it just it just rips me it rips me up completely. So I have to have a ton of milk in there and, and not a lot of coffee, which is why I do like espressos and lattes and things. So yeah, smart. Um, let's get into what the Age of Apocalypse decided to do with cable. Uh, did you remember yeah. doing any point? This this is cable. This uh, is cable. This is cable. I um, yeah. man, like it's weird. I don't even know why he's here other than like, he has to be because it's the nineties, but like, he's so not cable as to be like, not e- like, it's not even close. Like until they called him Nate, I was like, wait, who the fuck is this? What is happening right yeah. now? Who is this guy? It's, um, it's really weird. Like, and they, they seem to really kind of take a swing for this and I'll be curious if it's going to like end up working for me by the end. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a horrible issue. And like, it's, I mean, it's not great. It, it's fine. Um, X-Man had a pedigree after this. Like he had his own, this guy makes his way into the Marvel universe. Uh, Warren Ellis wrote him for a while in a run that is apparently good. Oh, uh, I've not read it. Um, and then, uh, he is responsible for the last major shakeup before Hawks box, um, in the X-Men line, which is supposed to be really interesting. Um, which I have not read, but X-Men is you know incredibly powerful here. Uh, this is, full on like petulant teen in a way that I do not associate with cable at all. Like, I guess like, you know, as you turn to an old man, you change. Like I was more of an X man as a youth and now I'm more of a cable. <laughs> now, now you're just an EX man, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now I'm just, I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm full, full on geriatric. Uh, but the, the, you know, it used to it, like, it's just very strange. To me, and this is Jeff Loeb, who is a writer I associate with absolute atrocities. But I, I forgot that in the '90s, uh, he was not making atrocities. Like this is, uh, you know, it's not great or anything, but it's just '90s Marvel House style. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's fine. Yeah, um, th- I mean, and this did you ever is... read a Jeff Loeb comic? Did you ever read Ultimates Three? <sighs> Probably. Like I read a bunch of that Ultimate stuff when as it was coming out. Like it was, it was just kind of easy to get for a while. So I was reading a bunch of, it, but I don't remember a lot of it. I know uh, Jeff Loeb is like kind of one of the. I think he's one of the overseers seers of the CW. No, wait, that's a different guy. I was thinking he was doing the DC. That's TV Jeff Johns. Stuff. That's Jeff Johns. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jeff Loeb is involved in the Marvel TV stuff. He was involved in the Agents of Shield and stuff. I want to say. Ah, well, that explains why I like him then. <laughs> Yeah, all the uh, Ultimates three. I mean, like we'd, we'd probably never cover that for this uh, this show, but you know, who knows? Because there are Ultimate X Men in it. Um, I would like to do some Ultimate X Men at some point because I think that stuff's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Ultimates three uh, is 
just absolutely one of the most horrendous comics I've ever read. And in other Age of Apocalypse ties, it's uh, Joe Madrera does the art. Oh, perfect. It was like his big comeback. Good combination yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, what, you know, and he's way past his prime. That sounds like uh, a what if that definitely. like I would propose to somebody of like, what if the worst writer and the worst artist, mm-hmm. <laughs> not necessarily the worst, but like the people that I don't really like get into. Yeah. Like, what if they joined it's, forces and made a comic I did not care about? Like shitty Voltron. Yes. You know, like, yeah. Um, so this one, uh, you know, we got a pr- fairly generic like pinup cover. Um, and the artist here, uh, is Steve Scrochy, mm-hmm. uh, who I do not have familiarity with, but is doing, doing journeyman work. Yeah. Like this is fine. If he came to you somebody know. and was like, I need you to do a age of apocalypse style stuff like this, this is all reasonable and, and looks really good. I think like there's no like major mm-hmm. issues that are really caught out to me other than like, yeah, what the fuck is going on in the beginning of this comic? I, I even like, it's, a, it's going to be a thing that I think keeps happening is of like, am I, did I read something out of order or is this comic just starting without any context? Like, is it me or is it the comic mm -hmm. book? (laughs) This is what's known as a side dream. I think, I think that this, this color, uh, means side dream. Uh, so, and it starts off with, with, uh, Nate having a side dream here and this kind of framing device. That's like, imagine not knowing who you are waking up, not knowing when you are you know, et cetera, uh, seeing Cyclops, finding Cyclops familiar, but not knowing why. Yeah. And then Cyclops says a Terminator line says, come with me if you want to live. And then X-Man says, Oh, we're doing Terminator. My bad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm back on board. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> yep. um, um, and we get kind of yeah. right into it as like, you know, Cyclops is basically asking this dude who we don't really know who it is yet. As we mentioned before to like come with him, we don't have much time. And then, he does a big explodey thing and says, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then he basically side teleports or just leaves the side dream and, and, and is out of there. He's gone. Yep. He's now in a side dream of looking at Westchester mansion. Yes. Uh, and we're getting this, this, this prose about, you know, imagine doing a jigsaw puzzle, but you don't know how many pieces there are. And then you find a new piece. I'm like, that's not that scary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's happened to just everybody that's done a, p- a puzzle before. Like that's literally, yeah. that's how puzzles work. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jigsaw puzzles kind of suck. Like the, the, the capacity for fear, uh, and kind of awe in the world of jigsaw puzzles. Like that's not why jigsaw called himself that. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, so he sees Westchester. He he sees it's a school, and he goes into the ghost Westchester. I um, I really this this elevation of the Xavier Mansion or slash school being, you know, it's a I sense the power of this place. Like it's a <laughs> fucking building. Like it's a room. Yeah. It, there's sheetrock and wood in there. Like that's. I mean, there's a danger yeah. room which is later going to come to life, but that's years down the line. You don't have to worry about yeah. that at all right now. Yeah, right now there's just the kitchen room and the living room mm-hmm. instead of the danger room, so it's not that scary. Yes. You know, and uh, uh, the, he he sees Bishop and uh, Magneto arguing with one another about uh, about Magneto kind of hiding the quote unquote truth from his team as they've as he's been sending them out on missions. And basically, Magneto saying like, you know, I I don't even know if what you're saying is true. Like, I don't know that. Like, it could be anything. I'm trying to get information to confirm that. And um, this is all interrupted when our good buddy Forge. Uh, pulls Nate (laughs) out of the side dream or what have you. In the side dream, how much does Bishop look like Apocalypse? 
dude, I thought this was apocalypse. Thank God they have yeah. the M. Like it's the fist, I think, is what does it. Like he has an apocalypse fist, but not the rest of him. Like, yeah. And also like the weird uh, matrix like braid that he has, like the tele- the technology braid, I guess is what you would call that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the, the spine shaft. Yeah, Cyberpunk's going to give me like shaft. plus five to street cred for wearing the, the t- technology braid. So. <laughs> I'm just going to straight up make Bishop. Age of Apocalypse Bishop in that game. Just go around telling everybody how wrong everything is. That is the only uh, thing that I've kind of been, the only thing I've heard that's been tempting me to play that game is maybe I could make Bishop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's, I mean, we can't, let's not get, get too, too digressive. Like I, that game's going to be great. Those guys make good games. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I just like, I, I don't uh, like the Witcher. No. Like I've not gotten through the Witcher three. Let me rephrase that. Like, oh, I, I always forget about that. We'll, yeah, have, to, yeah. we'll have to hash that out at some point. I'm look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're 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 way into people explaining to you why you should like things. Let's just uh, let's it's just time for me to get my revenge on the world. Let's just people doing it to me. We just wait for the next live show to come around and be like, why doesn't Jeremy like The Witcher three three and a half hour yep. panel? Yeah, panel. <laughs> I like. I think it's going to be the you know, Duckfest three. Jeremy's little problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got got Forge here, and uh, it's hard to describe what Forge is. He looks like a real villain to me. Uh, in this yeah he's got um like gold filigreed claw hands now that only have th- mm-hmm. three fingers and a thumb instead of the usual four yeah. um <laughs> you know if you if you lost your hand and could design your own hand you definitely get rid of one of those fingers you think so i would definitely go more no fingers. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why he did it it's so fucking weird want to be closer to the ninja turtles like it's I fought a monster in a video game the other day and it was a spider that had hands at the end of each leg. And I was like, why did they not evolve like that? That's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah, dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's wearing like a cloak. Like he kind of looks like a, like a member of the clergy. Um, yeah. And he's got, uh, like this weird half helmet deadlock, death lock kind of thing happening on his face. Cause everybody has to have like a technology accessory in the age of apocalypse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically warning Nate of like, Hey, you're like, you're not really here. I'm not really here. I've warned you about pushing yourself. Like you, this is dangerous. You need to get back. Um, and they leave yeah. as Magneto kind of sees them out of the corner of their eye, out of his eye, but he's not, not actually there. So, yeah, the, the psychic presence uh, even makes them manifest in the real world. Yes. Uh, so they wake up. It's Age of Apocalypse. And we're reduced to kind of our team here, which is uh, Forge and some some miscellaneous uh, people who are uh, actors now. Yes. Um, and uh, previously, in the last episode, I thought a character named Newt was Toad. That actually wasn't Toad. Um, we get a real Toad here, uh, who instead of being a, a Toady, is a English scholar. And has gotten really, really horribly burned many times over. Once again, uh, and if, if yeah. Xavier is not in the world, Toad becomes mm-hmm. a Shakespearean actor, <laughs> yeah. and and approximately doubles his teeth. Yeah, uh, I mean doubles. Teeth. That looks like a trouble yeah. situation to me, my friend. <laughs> like, he's got the the three teeth, uh, three teeth sitch. Yeah. Uh, Sauron's with him. So Carl Lycos, the scientist. Uh, if Xavier is not around, he still does experiments, but he's a good guy. But there's no Xavier. It's also like a different Sauron, right? Like because it's spelled differently. It's Sor instead of Sar, right? Like I, I, I just assume that that in this world he decided <laughs> to call himself a different name. 
I don't <laughs> just like imagine if I was changed my no, I go by Jeremy Greer now. It's got three E's instead of two, and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, you see, Xavier died, so yeah, yeah, I had to <laughs> <laughs> had to mix it up. <laughs> had to mix it up. Uh, he's got a mastermind yes. there who can't talk in this version. Has some scars on his head, like he's had his ability to talk just possibly like taken it. away from him. And then Brute, who might be a uh, Sunder. Okay. In re- in real life, I don't know who this is supposed to be, but he's just a big strong guy. Okay. Um, and so they they've woken Nate up from his side dreams, and Nate is like, "Oh man, you guys should have you should have definitely been there. Like this was so cool." And they're like, "Yeah, dude, we know you blew up our hiding spot." And like the the camera pans out, <laughs> yep. and it's just like a bunch of shredded and down trees around him. And Nate is impressed with himself. He's like, "This is fucking cool, man. I want to do this some more." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't understand. If we had been in one of those trees, we would have died. You fucking idiot. <laughs> like I am frustrated by Forge. Like so, Nate's clear. Like how old would you say X Man is in this? I mean, it's hard to like because when you see him, you're like, oh, that's dude's like mid a comic book mid twenties. But he like he acts like yeah. he has just been born. He acts like a, a he acts like he's twelve. He acts yeah. like like he <laughs> went back in time and has forgotten everything about himself. Is what it really seems like. And it, maybe that's a, yeah, a reveal a, later. He's he's such a baby in this. Like, and I get he was made in like the, the breeding pens or whatever, but like, he's just such a baby. And like Forge is like, I've warned you about this. It's very dangerous for reasons I can't tell you. And I just really like, I always get a little bit irritated in stories that would be solved if someone would just communicate clearly. Yeah. And if Forge is like, Hey, when you do this, it causes explosions that might hurt your friends. Also apocalypse can see it. Yeah. Like that seems like so, a so real basic it idea. He, <laughs> yeah. Instead, he's constantly saying like, you know, uh, stop training like mysterious things will happen, but I'll tell you later. And it keeps happening. There's no later. Like Forge, Forge is like catchphrasing this is like, we'll talk about this later. And they never do it. And they, and they never yeah. do it. Not in this issue, which is really frustrating. Um, yeah. So they, they walk off and uh, it's time for them to have a performance of Midsummer's Night Dream. Um, basically they are pretending to be humans dressed up like these weird creatures. Um, and like going around to human establishments or human towns that have uh, been passed over. So apocalypse has not gotten to these to call them yet and providing a little bit of entertainment. Um, and of course, yeah. And using it as cover to like do superhero shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and while they're there at this town, like they get kind of um, like accosted by Mark Twain. Mark and- Twain, yeah. <laughs> just, just, like it's so clearly Mark Twain. It's very much Mark Twain. Um, and well, you his- see Xavier died <laughs> and Mark Twain's X gene activated in the past. So he's now an immortal mutant. Very good. Samuel Clem man. <laughs> like, and, uh, he's basically saying like, you know, I don't, I don't know who you are or what you are, but you're, you're very suspicious to me and I, I have concerns. So why don't you tell me everything about you? And Nate uses his powers to uh, like, basically, you know, w- he waves the force at him as like, you guys shouldn't be bothering us. Oh, we shouldn't be bothering you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very, very Star Wars. They're also, when they're doing these uh, performances, they're using mastermind to make everybody see what they, what they want. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so that, you know, it'll, being possibly important at some point, there's the second time where forge is like, Hey, you did, uh, you know, used your powers. Like you shouldn't do that. <laughs> so what if I gave him a little telepathic whack, uh, which I don't care for. <laughs> um, and, and here forge kind of explains a little bit of, you know, the backstory, like, Hey, you might rival apocalypse. Um, you know, I want to see you grow into a man. If you die, uh, doing this, you won't be able to confirm your destiny. Um, every time you use your gift, it's like a beacon. And I just feel like he should be a little bit more explicit here of like, Hey, apocalypse is going to come kill us. Yeah. 
Like if you keep doing this, apocalypse will send people to murder us. Exactly. Um, yeah. He should. You know, um, I mean, saying, if Forge really wants to drive this know. home, he just needs to let Nate use his power until like Sauron dies. And he's like, see what yeah. you did to Sauron? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that you dude really, sucks. Like, but... the whole pack. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, so him saying Beacon, we cut over to Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, and now getting our maybe third or fourth uh, scene of Cyclops telling Apocalypse that Sinister left. Yeah. I got to make sure. Got to really, handle really that on. Yeah. Um, and Apocalypse is unconcerned. He's like, of course, you know, if we're doing a survival of the fittest challenge, like you're going to have some competition from the inside ranks. So uh, I'm not yeah. concerned. It's also revealed that Apocalypse has the Shadow King in a, in a wee little bottle, a, <laughs> which I'm very In a lava lamp. In a lava it's lamp. It's like a Shadow King lava lamp. It's amazing. Like Shadow King's face is like gloopy lava. I would own this lava lamp. I've never wanted a lava lamp in my entire life until right now. I want a Shadow King lava lamp. <laughs> The Shadow King Lava Lamp is really cool. Like it talks to you, it speaks in riddles. Mm-hmm. You know, it detects psychics that might be a threat to your power. Like it, it seems, it seems very useful to me. <laughs> imagine, you know? imagine if the Shadow King Lava Lamp was like Gary. There's a psychic out there who's coming after you, and be like, "Well, what the fuck <laughs> am I? Some, it's quarantined." <laughs> Shadow King or in general are you Shadow King are you trying to get me to buy a gun like what, what am I supposed to do Shadow King Shadow King supports the second amendment <laughs> Shadow King Shadow King the second amendment to there do you really need to wear that mask when you go outside they're taking your freedom Gary don't tread on me Charles like, I went to Magneto there but it's still fun yeah, like, uh, why don't try you're a lava lamp you're made of fucking glass dude um <laughs> So he's also being coy yes, for, for no particular reason. Uh, and, uh, you know, he says, uh, tell me more, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not really threatened by that. I'm not actually mad. I'm not threatened. It amuses me. I'm laughing actually, but tell me more about the psychic who threatens me. Yes. And, uh, Scott gets kicked out of the thing and he's like, Oh, well, if there's telepaths around one whose power might rival apocalypse, I should go find that dude and, um, and see if I can hunt him down. He'll help me with my plan, whatever that is. Uh, well, and this is the first time we've seen his plan. Yes. Like every other appearance of, of Cyclops so far were before he breaks good. Yeah. You know, so, um, after Cyclops leaves, uh, Apocalypse calls on his buddy Domino to go hunt down this uh, this, this telepath and kill him, basically. Uh, Domino has maybe the worst design costume. Like, I really like Domino's costume just in general, like on the in the normal time timeline. Mm-hmm. And this is just a like a red outfit <laughs> with some yeah, she, sharp points. Yeah. Instead of, uh, you know, black and white, she's black and, or white and red. And then, like... I defy you to understand what weapon she's holding. One of them is a ship's anchor, I think, in her left hand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, the other one is like a spear. Uh, it's like a, a part of a spear, mm-hmm. like a spear that you cut off half the handle. It kind of looks like she just fucked up Ornstein's spear. Like, right. Like she gave, she gave the guy, she yeah, gave she the, the giant half. blacksmith, like a half of Ornstein's soul. And the giant blacksmith was like, Ooh, I can do this. And they made a shitty spear yeah. out of it. <laughs> Me help anytime. <laughs> um, or if you, uh, it looks like she's holding two halves of a weapon kind of. Yeah. I actually thought that maybe they were like connected around her back. <laughs> so like she was holding, <laughs> <laughs> just had a little elastic piece somehow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be some amazing Escher girls content. If that like arrowhead in her left hand, 
was behind her back and her waist just constricted oh that far yeah, that's bad. and then her hip went out that far like that'd be incredible so is the implication here and again we're going to go back to this well because i think it's so funny that like if xavier is not around dominoes are white mm-hmm. and red and not white and black like, is that <laughs> oh, the- she's basing herself on the game <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah maybe like we have no idea what uh we don't know <laughs> what kind of influence xavier had on melton domino yeah like yeah like uh that's true yes that's totally true um so uh we cut over to uh some humans you know domino's gonna take the mission we cut over to some humans uh getting harassed by some infinite prelates eradicated is probably the word eradicated yeah 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 yeah. Um, Um, yeah, being eradicated this is a calling mm -hmm. and they thought they were Uh, saying but they were not you're gonna be relocated but you know there's monologue here uh, where, you know, uh, Therese, you know, who, who we're going to find out who this is soon, um, is like, oh, you know, when they say they relocate people, there are these rumors that they go to these testing labs and they never come back, et cetera. Yep. You know, um, and uh, yeah, this is this is no good. Um, they throw them all on a train. And uh, the good guys here, whatever you'd call this team, yes. X-Man and the theater boys, um, take a look and they're getting ready to, to spring this train. They're going to do some superhero shit. Yeah. Um, so the first thing they do is have Sauron uh, blow up the train track. Um, Sauron <laughs> is just as much of an asshole in this this, <laughs> this timeline as he is everywhere else because he's like, let us hope that you can match my indispensable role in this as he flies away. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yo, you know. I've done my part. Why? <laughs> Wait, what do you have where do you have to be, buddy? Where yeah. are you going? What are you doing? You got to run <laughs> lines with Toad? Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go do dinosaur shit um yeah i do not uh understand uh why that happens um they blow up the tracks and the train just kind of stops and looks at the people uh you know how fa- trains can famously just stop gary you notice uh, the uh the front of the train right and how it looks exactly like apocalypse's face oh my god no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, got, it's got the little a and everything come on my dude <laughs> that's crazy a train man uh i love the a train fucking great dude you know you're getting on the you know you're getting on a fucking a train when it has the apocalypse's face on the front and you're like wait a minute yeah. where where am i going again yeah. the the uh it reminds me i love how the ninja turtles always had like motorcycles with their face on the front yeah just like, gigantic version of their face <laughs> that shot pizza yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mouth opens and shoots a pizza why not a gun like i <laughs> <laughs> well you know we just had some extra pizza we didn't want to eat it wait what i know two things about you uh that's one of them well technically um, you technically you know three things about each turtle <laughs> and then now this is yeah. one new information <laughs> extra turtle facts. um so uh the train stops on a dime uh every you know they say like we're gonna be relieving you of your passengers uh somebody you know comes out and is like you're, you're gonna die like this train is apocalypse's property like uh and uh brute beats the crap out of him oh, and i, I kind of like that we're just like hey don't beat up this man for doing his job yeah you know and it's like wait you know that I, i'm always pretty sympathetic to the idea like not that like you know oh the nazis take over and i just kill a bunch of people but the idea you know i always think about um when we had that uh that pope who was in the hitler youth Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was like six and everyone was just like, oh, I can't believe you had a Pope who was in the Hitler youth. And then there was like, yeah, if, if I was six years old, I would have told Hitler, Hey, go to hell. <laughs> you know, like, no, you wouldn't have, like, it was just, it was the water you're in, yeah. you know, and th- this guy drive, this guy drive trains. Yes. You know, that's his, that's his job. Like, I, I think that there's, there's kind of unusual nuance to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'd like, um, they're, 
you know, Toad stops, I think Toad stops him from talking and then Toad, no, excuse me, Toad starts like getting the people off the bus while Mastermind like shows them soothing illusions and whatnot. Um, yeah. When, yeah, I, I would see what those illusions were, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, I mean, what do you think it could be? Like, I mean, like what, what would immediately soothe you as you get off the slave and death train, right? Like what would be the thing that was like, Oh, actually this is dope. This is good. <laughs> the only, you only move twice episode of the Simpsons playing in all their heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just he's making it look like toad is hank scorpio and like hank scorpio is just like right this way please come please come right this way <laughs> yeah the um yeah uh but unfortunately the infinites show up yes which like surely they, they could have planned for this you know they, they could have stopped the train further out or something, but these are the same guys who rounded up on the train. Uh, they show up, they zap, uh, Sauron, Sauron gets hurt, makes a, a real, real font, like metal band font, a squack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he says that reminds me that, that, that squawk reminds me of, uh, the rock band logo so much for some reason. <laughs> oh, totally. It's exactly the same. Yeah, dude, that's wow. weird. Um, and Nate, who was supposed to be like chilling out and not getting involved with this says, Hey, pinhead pops a skater pose and like destroys one of these infinites. And so like super cool here. Yep. He's using all his psychic powers. The infinite was going to kill uh, a parent and their child, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it's, it's very over the top. Like for the love of God, spare my child human. Don't you know, you have no God anymore. Only apocalypse. Like it's, you know, very evil. Like you have to go to evil one oh one. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys uh so he saves them all um there is an infinite that's coming up behind him and then therese uh who you know if we paid attention names we knew who this was ahead of time is siren uh screams and blows up the infinite uh she did not know she was a mutant yes until this part which like they do testing and stuff it's fine we're gonna hand wave that because you know because it's uh, a comic book <laughs> And that train had the shape of Apocalypse's face. Like we're we're well yeah, beyond the fucking like, bail here. We're, yeah, we're an Apocalypse train. But it's kind of weird that Siren is like the character for this. Like she's in X Force, yeah. you know, so she has some attachment to Cable, but not like huge attachment. Like they're not like friends or anything. And they're setting it up as a romantic interest, which is very strange. Um, you know, I think this is Sean Cassidy's kid. He's an X man. Like, I wonder if they're going to pay off with all these like connections or if this is going to be like, we needed a lady. Yeah. You know, they inexplicably, because at least one of their people can fly, uh, load up in a carriage, like a horse drawn carriage mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just take off down the road partner. <laughs> like it's so fucking weird, man. Like I think, yep. I, I guess I didn't catch this before, but they're literally like going from t- like, like this is almost like a Western that they're traveling town to town. This is the show carnival, right? <laughs> like that's exactly what this is. It's like a weird carnival full of <laughs> say what? <laughs> I said it's extremely carnival. Oh yeah, I, yeah. They're using horses is very strange to me. Yeah, like I get the the vibe they're going for here. This like post apocalyptic like western kind of thing, but very very strange. Um, and uh, you know, uh, I love this uh this part here where X Man is like Forge. You've got to understand why well, I did tonight. You think it's wrong, but it felt good. <laughs> and it's like, how many times do I have to understand? like or explain to you short-term versus long-term thinking <laughs> like like x-man is like a fish in this he's basically got the like the kind of cognitive like abilities of a fish yes you yeah. know uh, th- this is the most like teen character that we have this is like huge 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 teenage energy 
Yeah, which is um, weird because I, like when we started this, I thought that everything was going to be like this. I thought everybody was going to be acting like this, and it, it's really not. Like everyone has kind of been making like reasonable decisions based on their like context, and then you get <laughs> Nate the X Man who's like, "I'm gonna blow it up. I don't care what you say. I, I want you, Dad. You know, <laughs> Dad Forge. <laughs> yeah, don't you understand? It feels good. Um, you know, and uh, they get stopped on the road by uh mr sinister in you know a real weird disguise specifically disguising himself like what looks like gideon who is a yes. 90s marvel character um you know we know it's him because he's got the uh diamond on his forehead and his name is essex and uh th- we go back to the opening monologue where he's like you know imagine singing a song you can't remember the words but then somebody you know suddenly you hear the first note so He's getting his connection to Mr. Sinister, who is the person who created him. And I love the um, the, the editorial in here where it's like, who is Essex and what will he mean to Nate? And I'm like, oh, we, I mean, we know who acts as a dude has a diamond in his forehead. There's only like one dude. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know yeah. uh, who Essex is like, uh, you know, we, we read comics. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's X-Man. It's uh, a young teenaged cable being bossed around by daddy forge and solving some crimes while he makes his way across America <laughs> singing mm-hmm. Shakespeare plays, I guess. Yep. For, for a time, you know, it's, it's, it's real weird. He's really important to the finale of this. Cause he is crazy, mega powerful, which is, is canonical. Like, yeah. you know, uh, cable is supposed to be incredibly powerful. And the only reason why he's not in the comics is because he, uh, is holding back his techno organic virus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the idea here is that if Xavier never died, he'd never get the techno organic virus and he'd be super powerful. So Xavier probably should not have given cable the techno organic virus. Um, <laughs> so, and Siren joins the team in the next issue. She's on the cover. Excellent. So, Good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I like uh, this. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's good. Um, I, I, I hope that there's more like toad speaking like beast, because I think that there's a lot of like, I think there's a good mind to, 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 to get out of it in there. I think there's a lot to mine. And, um, yeah, like th- none of this was like egregiously horrible. Like I was kind of worried about when we started it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And then that's, that's about it. Like it's, it's fine. Looking forward to, to seeing more. Um, yeah. Uh, if you like this show, head on over to patreoncom slash TV. And, uh, and and give us some uh, some money. Get early release. Get a bunch of bonus shows. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch mm-hmm. of cool stuff. You do. Um, if you can't do that, we understand. Maybe tell your friends about the show or leave a review on iTunes, Apple, any of those various places. Um, if you want to read along with the show, I finally updated the website. If you go to daysoffuturecast.com, there's a link at the top. If you're on your phone, you'll have to hit the little hamburger menu. And there's an AOA reading schedule. And that shows a kind of rough order that we're going to be reading all of this in. Um, if you can't find something, just let us know, hit us up in the Slack or on Twitter or whatever, but that should be like, and I'm putting all of the issues that we're covering in the show notes and everything. So you can, you can figure out like what issue we're covering on what episode, but that should be a pretty good spot to look at if you want to read ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, into that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, until next time, good night. Good night, everybody. That's all we got.